Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Wow. And welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson III of North England. <laughs> in North England, uh, but down in South England. Oh, you know, Chris? Yeah, good. Uh, I am having a lovely week of filling in forms and doing podcasts and editing. I know you're like always slaving off a hot um, video editing stove, but uh, oh, podcasts <laughs> take a while. If they're if they're complicated oh, ones, they do take. Well, this one doesn't take any time. Uh, let's be very clear. I just mash up our mash together our little voices and release it. And sometimes I don't even do that. Uh, but um, but oh, podcasts take a long time, don't they? Sitting down. Slaving in front of a, a, an old version of Sony Vegas. <laughs> just cut out, just go through, cut out all the racist yeah. rhetoric. Yeah, all the muck that we uh, that we say. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a good week. Did I tell you last week that um, Vevrakofu, my uh, J League team, managed to get to the Champions League? Managed to get to the Asian no. Champions League. They won the Emperor's Cup. Wow. The Emperor's Cup. Even though they're in J2, <laughs> which is the second league. Uh, and I've not looked at the league uh, in the last couple of weeks, but you know they are dangerously close to going down again to the third division. Um, but uh, they they are in a situation where they're actually in the um, Asian Champions League. So well done, Vent Foret Kofu. It's weird seeing wow, everyone in the stand good. in the stands kind of um uh wearing masks still though. It's it's I am mm. I'll never get used to people wearing uh, wearing masks <laughs> at, at a football match. It's all very bizarre. I like the sound of the, the Emperor's Cup. Do they wheel yeah. out the Emperor like especially like hand out <laughs> the cup? Maybe. That'd be amazing. And I, and I've also found a cool. and I've also found a, a cracking little um Japanese punk band uh, called The Means. Mm. Uh they're called The Means, the Means. and uh they do um so if you like the Bouncing Souls, uh, an old sort of oi oi punk band from uh, the nineties mm. uh, slash noughties, um, they're very very good and they are worth a watch on YouTube. Uh, but maybe maybe if you're in uh, Japan, maybe you can go and see them. Uh, the Means uh, mm. hyphen JP dot com uh, on 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 the old uh, on the old website. I've just clicked on it. it four, four or three forbidden. Um, so that's not working. Just just give them a, just give them a search on Twitter. The Means official sounds like every Japanese website. <laughs> Japanese websites well, haven't got any better have they not even like the biggest no. websites they're still awful they are really bad i don't <laughs> know why like 
there's just no good IT in Japan. <laughs> Actually, it's one of the few sectors that's good for like coming over as a foreigner to mm. work in IT because mm. they just don't really teach it that well here. No, I've been I've been on traveling around. I was actually at Haneda Airport to pick up a friend or my editor, Dave, mm. who is in Japan. It's very exciting. It's really weird to seeing. I'm like, what are you doing here? You can't come in. Oh, wait, you can now. And it's nice. Like, Haneda Airport, when I was waiting for him, it's like normal. It's like it used to be. You wouldn't know if you turned up today that there'd been like two years of the mm. gates being closed. Right. Really nice to have people back in. Really exciting. Cool. Tell you what isn't nice. What? Matthew Perry from Friends. Where's that come from? Completely random. I, was, I, I don't know. I was reading the news earlier, mm. and it was like Matthew Perry hates Keanu Reeves. And oh. it was just really surreal. What? Matthew Perry, he's got a biography, autobiography out, mm. and uh, he's got a sentence. His, his friend, uh, remember River Phoenix? Yes. The um, actor who passed away. Mm. He was like, it's a tragedy that River Phoenix is dead. And Keanu Reeves is still walking around. And, he, and throughout, <laughs> wow. sprinkled throughout his autobiography, there's just lines like this, like, yeah, it's a shame though, isn't it? Keanu Reeves is alive. It's like, what the fuck? And he's, it's You're just so random. Joke, and there's no... Keanu Reeves is a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so wow. weird. It's like, what the hell? What did Keanu Reeves do to you? Well, bearing just... in mind that like Keanu Reeves... Maybe he's not... I guess sort of people are all fair with how much of a, a darling Keanu Reeves is. Because, you know, he's got through he's gone through loss uh, in his life. He he's has, had yeah. a difficult life. He uh, he seems to work very hard. He rides the tube uh, or the metro system, wherever he is. And Smart he's, and PR he's, move. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's easily done, isn't it? Uh, but I think I he's... I But he seems like a, an absolute stand-up guy. I, I interviewed him. Nice bloke. Mm. You know, no, no nicer than anyone else. But he... Um, but I just like that, uh, that, that, that Matthew Perry misjudged the room a little bit and called Keanu Reeves a dickhead. <laughs> it's a really interesting individual to paint a target on, given yeah. how Keanu Reeves has had a sort of big resurgence in popularity in the last mm. half decade. Everyone loves him. Yeah. Uh, granted, he's not like an Oscar-worthy actor necessarily. Mm. He's a very good sort of performer and stunt performer, if you've seen John Wick. But it's just really random. And he, he hasn't sort of delve deeper into why he dislikes Keanu Reeves so much and I find that mesmerising but like I, yeah, I, I remember sad. like I remember Ka- I remember seeing Keanu Reeves' band Dogstar at uh, Glast- either Glastonbury or Reading Festival back in like uh, right. the early noughties and people were throwing shit at him because it was just you know it just felt like a uh, an indulgence you know what I mean like of, 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 right, of, right, of, right. of a big actor um, being in a rock band and uh, I remember a time when he was a bit of a joke because he, he he's not the best actor he's a bit wooden mm. and that was kind of his thing uh, and he, you know he, he made a lot of money doing that but I so, saw I remember him be so I think maybe Matthew Perry's just kind of going back to a comedic well, a comedic touchstone maybe, uh, from yeah, like from yeah. like the noughties when he obviously himself was in his heyday uh, and he's trying to do 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 jokes. I, I think it's always I think if you're going to do a your own kind of like autobiography, um just just show it to <laughs> someone else. It. Show it to someone else and go <laughs> Is this all right? <laughs> show it to anyone. Anyone. <laughs> yeah. God forbid. Why'd you interview Keanu Reeves? What was that about? I think it was John Wick 2. John Wick 2. I think it was oh. a John Wick 2. It was John Wick 2. <laughs> John Wick 2. Yeah. What was he like? Was he nice? Yeah, nice. Smelt nice. Was he affable? Affable. Very affable. Smelt nice. Yeah. I forget. I mean, you've met all these celebrities. I forget you've smelled them. That's that's mm. something. That's, you should write a book. What do all the celebrities enough. smell what like? What smell like, yeah. 
<laughs> you could do Jennifer Lawrence, Keanu Reeves, Chris Pratt, Noel Gallagher. This, the possibility the is endless. Brian Cranston. The list has ended. <laughs> <laughs> that's, but anyway, that I just read that and I was like, oh, that's that's just a, just a thing. That's mm, sad. Yeah. That's very sad. <laughs> Maybe quite a great way to sell your biography, though. I'll, oh, I'll yeah. make a note for, for the Brian Japan book. I'll just be like, oh, I hate Keanu Reeves. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Buy my book and find out why. <laughs> absolutely. Well, yeah. I hate Pete Donaldson as well. <laughs> <laughs> we got a story this week from Anna from Brighton who says hello crapulous Chris and peachy Pete on my last I d- wait a minute crapulous Chris steady. on my last visit to Japan in 2018 I decided to finally meet my online pen pal Asa for the first time we met on a language exchange website and we've been talking for a few months before my trip while I could barely muster up a sentence in Japanese she could speak English pretty damn well being a solo female traveller I was a bit nervous that she might, in fact, turn out to be some kind of dodgy catfish, especially as her only picture was a ginger moggy. Uh, but I pushed that to the back of my mind. She suggested that we meet at the second exit of Yorgi Park Station at 6pm and we should walk to a local dog cafe. I was at the second exit of Yorgi Park Station two days ago. This is, this is, I feel invested in this story now. The day, <laughs> the day came around and after a long day of wandering, my phone was close to dying. I made it to Yoyogi Station 40 minutes early to avoid my phone running out and getting lost. 6pm came around and she messaged to let me know that she was here. Hmm. But I couldn't see her anywhere. Are you at the second exit? She asked. And looking round, I couldn't see any kind of exit number. Standing there confused with 4% on my phone and unsure of how to describe where I was, other than saying, opposite McDonald's, I quickly sent my live location. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I could see annoyance through her response. Yep, it's not there. You're supposed to be at Yorkey Park Station. I kept searching on Google Maps for a Yorkey Park Station and couldn't find it anywhere. Mm. Losing my sanity, along with my phone battery, she messaged to say, Cohen means park. So I thought it would be, work better if I tell her, uh, you park for Cohen. What? I thought, <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? Cohen. So, so I thought it would work yeah. better. If I tell you park for Cohen, you need your Yogi Cohen station. Oh, oh, of course, there's two stations, right? There's your Yogi Park station, then just like your Yogi station. Oh, Seeing her right? message just before my phone died, I was able to make a dash for the correct station, hoping <laughs> she wouldn't give up and ditch me. Luckily, she did not. She apologised for not being more specific, and I apologised for not being ignorant enough to not just Google what park was in Japanese. <laughs> we had an awesome time at the dog cafe, and afterwards she took me for udon in the sky tree, where I attempted to explain, and very poorly, uh, showcase the array of accents found in Britain. She remains a great friend to this day. Much love, Anna from Brighton. What a happy story. A happy ending there. Anna and Asa in the Cohen hanging out getting confused. <laughs> a little song for you there. <laughs> Sorry, Anna from Brighton. What if... I, that's, I mean, that kind of story is a bit scary. Um, mm. the, you know, there was, there was a case where... Do you remember that case a year ago or so where a popular, I think, Instagram or TikTok star who is this model... Right. Um this model girl in her 20s just turned out to be like a 65-year-old man who had just literally done a face app and turned into his appearance into young and then female Mm. and that was his brand. Oh, wasn't he he a motorcyclist? Again... Yes, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, again, I don't don't know whether he... uh, That's the thing with modern life. You kind of... Would you use a... Is he... Did he present himself... Was that his old character or was it... 
It, it was, was actually hot right motorcycle it, girl. Hot motorcycle girl. <laughs> so the so is that like, is it a character or is it him? You know what I mean. So like, so to how exactly. to how to describe him or her. So, so apologies if 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 we've miss uh, if we've miss uh, pronounced him. But uh, I just liked very much the fact that he looked amazing. <laughs> he looked absolutely well, amazing. His character, the, the girl character looked amazing. Looked yeah. amazing. <laughs> I can't remember what the response was if it was negative or not. I mean, I don't know if he was misleading people. Right, I don't know if he was straight up misleading. I don't people. think he was. I don't think he was um, particularly kind of like. I, I think he, but he was. He kept it a secret. Yeah, I mean, he was, he was a sixty-five-year-old bloke. Yeah, it was. A, it was. A, <laughs> it was. I just like the fact that he was just constantly sort of going. Uh, oh, I went for a uh, uh, my prostate exam. I mean, I uh, went for my lady exam. <laughs> <laughs> just constantly, <laughs> accidentally dropping absolute howlers when it comes to pretending that he's a he's a young motorcycle lady. It was a lot of fun, and he'd done a lovely job on it. So well done him. <laughs> Absolutely, and luckily, at least this was a happy ending here as well. Mm. Like this could have gone very dark. Well, your um, yogi is a yeah. vest, and I didn't realise there's a yogi park mm. and a your yogi station. But either way, someone's probably going to be selling takoyaki outside it on a Saturday afternoon, which I very much respect. Indeed, mm. indeed. I was in your yogi park uh, two days ago playing chess for my chess boxing match. I've got a chess trainer now. Oh, nice no. guy called Charlie. Oh, cool. I was sitting in the park playing chess. That's lovely. With the cool autumn breeze, leaves falling down around oh. me. It's beautiful. It's lovely. Chris, that's lo- that's absolutely lovely. I remember walking through yogi park once and there was like a um, like a little piccolo player, like an old man. Could have been a young mm. woman. Could have been using the face app. Um, he, was, <laughs> he was just he was just by himself, wandering around like a um, like a bard or a or a minstrel. Really? Um, and he was just playing a little piccolo uh, by himself. And I was like, "Is this fucking country like Zelda oh. or something?" <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he might dispense side quests. <laughs> That's bloody awesome. Mm. Yeah, you don't see like busking as much in Japan. I quite like that in the UK. You go to a train station, there's someone hitting mm. a keyboard before you get on the train. Well, always, like, but, but some people, great, will, but. but some people just you'll have like idols and little kind of like singer songwriters outside like busy stations, mm. but you don't see it as often, do you? And I think running True. around like, but but I think like just just being in uh, Yogi Park and just I guess there's very little space and free space and communal space uh, that can be used in in the middle of uh, Tokyo. Certainly, so you will mm. see uh, young lasses like doing uh, kind of like very highly synchronized sort of idle dance moves in the uh, in there, um, and it's got a lovely dog park as well. Lovely dog park in there. Yeah, it does. Yeah, Yogi Park, beautiful. Love it. Can't mm. fault it. Mm. Definitely go there. Uh, but well done, Anna. Nice story there. I love those kind of stories as well. If I was going to make a short film, I love the idea of just meeting a stranger. When I was a kid, I loved that movie. Uh, You've got mail with uh, Meg right. Ryan, Tom mm. Hanks. It's a guilty pleasure. You've mm. got mail. It's a great film. Go and watch that. What's going on, though, today in Japan, Mr. Dawson? What is the news of the week? Well, it's uh, something that, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a, not really a dark story per se. It's a bit of life that, you know, as, 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 as young, thrusting men, uh, childless men, uh, we've not, ha- we've not uh, ha- had to experience, uh, fortunately. Um, <laughs> thrusting childless thrusting men. Thrusting childless men. That's not a sentence men. I want to hear. We're the thrusting podcast. childless men of uh, <laughs> Abroad Japan. Um, basically, like in a lot of hospitals around the world, um, there is a way of um, securing uh, the safety of um, children who in other experiences and circumstances uh, a young uh, woman who who, um, finds herself in a situation where she's unable to care for a child might drop off uh, a baby outside a hospital just in the street 
sometimes in bins you know th- th- these stories mm, come mm. about where babies are found in, in sort of strange places where um, usually young young mothers who, who, who don't want anyone to know that they're pregnant etc etc um, they um, basically drawing on the success of the um, baby hatch system pioneered by another hospital in Kumamoto for unwanted newborns there's uh, one that's going to be opening in, in Tokyo and it's the first one in the Tokyo wow. metropolitan uh, district it's a controversial topic as, as, as they say in the piece but um, one of the doctors, basically a paediatrician, uh, Hiroyuki Kogori, um, he uh, they created a uh, baby hatch uh, to protect babies' lives because obviously, when when a, a, young, a young woman or, or even a young family are in a situation where they just cannot take care of a uh, of a of a child, um, they're, they're they're not in the right state, state of mind. They they, they panic, mm. and and then you get these horrible stories where babies, and it, it, more often than not, they're found uh, alive, which is fucking brilliant. Uh, in places like you know post box and you know bins somewhere warm, mm. and 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 and, and that they, they want to protect the child. Um, th- these sort of things happen all over the world and it's just I had no idea that Tokyo uh, wouldn't have one yeah. uh, where you can sort of drop off a baby no questions asked where in a situation where you know otherwise you'd, you'd put them in in in, in, in risk of um, of being in, in, in a bit of trouble unfortunately I had no idea that there was a it was literally called a baby hatch where you basically drop off a kid I mean there, there's been quite a few news stories over the years in Japan that I've read where they have found a baby dead or alive mm. in random locations mm. like um, I think I read one with a coin locker in front of a station Yeah, um, and I, I didn't realise that's because places like Tokyo don't have facilities like a baby hatch where mothers who aren't in a position to look after them can mm. sort of just like you know hand them off or whatever mm. so i didn't know that that's quite interesting and and um, in in a in a in a um world and in a, in a country that um there's a lot of shame around um, uh, around every yeah. aspect of, of women's lives. Um, I think these kind of these kind of things can can just. It's sad that it's necessary um, for, for, for wider issues, but um, it's good that, uh, that that they've created this in 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 a, in a Tokyo uh, hospital. There's there's also a uh, this new hospital is, is, is being built will also allow confidential births where a woman can give birth anonymously by revealing her identity only to a single hospital staff member. I wow. don't know, so you can do this in this Catholic hospital in uh, Kumamoto, the only hospital in Japan where women can choose a confidential birth. I don't know how how that works when it comes to the care system in Japan and to be honest as uh, again a young thrusting childless man from the Republic of Japan podcast uh, in, uh, based in, based in uh, South End uh, uh, England uh, I think uh, you know I'm never going to know but I, I would be interested to see how the um, how the care, how the government can 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 make sure the care of the of the child is is utmost priority. Mm. If it's a confidential birth, I'm sure they've they've factored that in. But it's uh, it's 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 a it's a good um, it it it's it, it can only be a positive thing in a, in a, in a very sad uh, and desperate situation. So well done them, I think. It's it's something I hadn't really thought of. I mean, mm. when I was growing up in the UK, I I'm lived, put you in one. Um, Don't want this Chris Broad anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's rubbish. They ditched me in a, in a hedge. I, I actually lived right next to a, a, a town that had some of the highest teenage pregnancy birth rates in all of Western Europe. Right. And it wasn't, uh, you know, you sort of got accustomed to people, kids, women aged 15, not even women at this point, girls aged 14, 15, yeah. really young, who had kids pushing them in prams and whatnot. So it's sort of, kind of almost normalized to me but in japan it's very much a stigma around having a child and not being married right it's mm. very even though i don't know if there's a sort of religious element to it we 
Christianity. We don't have that here, but uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a really bad stigma against it, so it's it's seen as very bad. And um, yeah, this, this is this going to be a good thing as far as I'm concerned. But mm. um, yeah, this is what happens when <laughs> a, a topic that I I'm not well versed in. It's fascinating, though. It is fascinating, and um, yeah, a step in the right direction. Mm. Let's now go to the fax machine or rather let's take a break and we'll be back in just a moment with your stories comments and questions in the fax machine a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Enjoy the adverts. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners? Mr. Dawson, strike us down. We've got messages from the likes of Steve Blackman, uh, who sounds famous. Is there a, am I thinking of Roger Black, the runner? Uh, it doesn't matter. Yes. It just doesn't matter. It never matters, Chris. It never matters. Hi, congenial Chris and personable Pete. Greetings from sunny Cyprus. I'm curious as to what rules are for Face Max. Um, face Max. Face Mac. Um, face Max. I'm curious as to what the rules are for face, extreme. for face masks currently. <laughs> I watch a lot of content creators in Japan. I've noticed that the wearing of Face Max seems to be entirely random. Are there any rules and regulations in place and what are they would it be fair to say Chris that they are pretty constant everywhere but uh, content creators obviously feel like um, to communicate you need to see lips so they probably take them off for a bit <laughs> I just like the name Face Max that's a really face cool Max. brand name for yeah, Face Max exactly. for like, people like me who have a big face because they eat too much chicken <laughs> I use Face Max but I the rules and regulations I mean at the moment the government said you don't need to wear them outside mm. but everyone still does <laughs> everyone still wears them you wear them when you go inside somewhere right and that's the mm. main thing wear them when you go in somewhere right um, but 
it's it's a weird thing. You walk into a restaurant, you wear your mask, you sit down at the table, you can take it off. So it's all a bit ridiculous because mm. you're still taking it off anyway. Right. But um, yeah, when, when I'm filming though, I don't like wearing my face mask. It's very, it just feels a bit... It, uh, in the height of the pandemic I get it but like now I just hate I just don't like filming with a mask on it feels very impersonal mm. and odd and so if I am forced to wear a mask somewhere generally I try not to film there and that's my way around that mm. uh, we got one here from Derek from Arizona he says, Dear Chris and Pete, my name's Derek, and I just recently returned from an educational tour of Japan. I'm still not over how delicious all of the melon-flavoured things are. I'm <laughs> saddened that the US has yet to discover this taste phenomenon. What's your favourite melon-flavoured food? And if not melon, what flavour of food do you go crazy for? Wishing you all the best, <laughs> Derek from Arizona. Funnily enough, I was at a, a restaurant yesterday with melon cocktails. It's melon season, apparently. And literally every drink had melons in it. I don't like melons, Derek, so I'm your yeah. arch nemesis. I'm your rival. I just hate the weird, sweet, awkward taste of melon. <laughs> I despise it. Give me cranberries, bananas, apples. I love apples. Give me an apple-based product right. and I'll love it forever. Give me a melon and I'll hit you in the face. Do you not think that, like, because in every bar there's always like a little melon ice cream soda sort of job that you can have I just yes. I love that Awful. bright green chemically approximation <laughs> that just sounds that tastes halfway between bubblegum and melon it's 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 so chemically I really do and it's very refreshing it's very it's not too aggressive no, it's it's it's, it's clear it's, it's crisp on the palate I like it I like the melon sodas Chris I like them melon melon halfway between bubblegum and bollocks honestly it's <laughs> awful I, you know, there's a really big popular thing here, melon pan, melon bread, right? Mm. Awful. Why do people like it? I, d- I don't think I've ever had it, you know. That's, that's, that's bad crack from me. Keep bad crack way. from me. I'm very Keep much enjoying way. the fact that everybody who's kind of um, popped into Japan over the past couple of weeks, um, they send you pictures of the, the, the family, family chicky, uh, and I get uh, <laughs> pictures of people uh, trying coolish. And it's been a quiet couple of years where people <laughs> haven't sent me any coolish. They haven't True, had access yeah. to it. And, uh, and, and now I'm getting a message pretty much every day. So thank you very much for everyone who's got in touch and just enjoy that coolish, baby. Enjoy it. Absolutely. It's funnily enough, actually, on the subject of melon pan, a subject we'll bring to a swift end and never mm. discuss in a moment. When I was in Hakodate once, I was walking down the street in the middle of nowhere, and there was a shop that <laughs> claimed to be the second best melon pan restaurant in all of Japan. Mm. And I don't know how they came to that conclusion. How would you... How does that happen? The second the best second what best. restaurant? The second best melon pan. Oh, melon bakery, pan! Sorry. Right, okay. Sorry, I th- yeah, we, <laughs> we have the second best melon pan in Japan. We're what? top five. Who, top five melon from? pans. <laughs> Did they decide they weren't simply good enough to be the best? And they were like, "Look, if we say we're the best, that's yeah. a tough one to to do." But second best. I was watching Nobody a football match yesterday, and it was saying Turkish, the best European airline, and I was like. <laughs> I mean, is it? I mean, like, like, is it definitely? I mean, you can say that, but I mean, what? What are the Turkish? Factors? Yeah, Turkish Airlines, the best airline. Yeah, I was like, what's what's that about? It's, not, <laughs> uh, it's pretty nice though. I did fly to did fly to Japan on Turkish Airlines once. Yeah. And I was pleasantly suppressed. Mm. Pleasantly suppressed. Yeah. Pleasantly <laughs> impressed. Dare I say? Yeah. I wasn't suppressed on Turkish yeah. Airlines. Yeah, I want that yeah. known. I want that out there. Uh, we've got to hear from Michael. What does Michael say, Pete? Michael says, hello, Chili Chris and Paula Pete. This is Michael from the Philippines. Uh, after watching your 48 hours of Sapporo Snow Festival video, my family and I booked a trip to Sapporo in February. As we're coming for a country where snow is basically non-existent, we don't have a slightest idea what to bring to combat the cold, snowy weather. We have down jackets, 
gloves and scarves, uh, but we don't know what to buy or wear for pants and shoes. As you two come from the cold country, we call the UK, what should we look for? What stores in Japan can we find cold weather gear from? Kind regards, Michael from the Philippines. It's uh, a situation where you probably need, um, I would recommend some uh, glorious um, thermal underwear, <laughs> undercrackers. Oh, just buy a duvet, wrap it yeah, around wrap you, it around the you. Yeah, yeah. with belts. You'll get some good photos. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what it, what stores in Japan? Go to Don Quixote, the shop where you can buy literally anything from weird vaping equipment to mm. sex toys and chocolate. <laughs> That's the place where you buy your clothes. The, the, the clothes are very reasonably priced, and um, that gets my vote. Go to Don Quixote, yeah. go to Daiso. Buy some towels, fashion them into <laughs> fine winter clothing. Anything, anything. No, like I, I would go but, thermal underwear from, uh, from 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 from. But buy it um, where you are rather than in Japan because they're fucking expensive. Um, it it just yeah. gets very very close, cold on the legs. You don't think about your legs mm. until you're bloody freezing. Absolutely, yeah. It's an exciting time at the moment. It's Halloween at the moment. I got a a broad Japan Halloween party in a few days time yeah that's exciting Why, are you gonna I'm, I'm secretly hoping you're gonna like pop out the window yeah. out of the cupboard oh, and be like look good. it's me <laughs> is that gonna happen Pete are we gonna probably, get a surprise probably not well I'll just say maybe and then you'll be and then you'll be so distracted yeah. by your amazing Halloween party you'll never know <laughs> I'll just cry if, you, if you're not there I'll just cry at the event I'll be like who said he was gonna come <laughs> <laughs> we've got uh, Pete Macy as the MC Premier cool. T the the American but if you can't get the British Pete you get the American Pete in to get the job done he's very or if good. you can afford both you bring them both to the event and have them come to the abroad in Japan Christmas party in true. London instead true that look forward get to that the, fun get all the Pete's all the mm. best of both worlds keep the stories <laughs> questions comments coming in guys to abroad Japan podcast at gmail.com we'll be back later in the week to do all over again but for now no matter where you might be out there in the big wide world have yourself a great few days we'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the abroad Japan podcast bye for now have a good one Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.